Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're in Daniel chapter 6, and we saw in the previous episode that a new king was in town. A new kingdom had come along. The Babylonians had been defeated by the Medo-Persian Empire, uh, a joint effort of the Medes and the Persians, and Darius was now king. And Darius was setting up his governmental structure. And he established 120 satraps, like governors, over his entire kingdom. They would reign over certain regions, each one of them. He had three commissioners that ruled and kept eyes over those 120 satraps. And Daniel was one of those three commissioners. And Daniel had such a, an extraordinary spirit upon him that he wound up distinguishing himself to such a degree that the king planned to appoint Daniel over the entire kingdom. So he was going to place him over the satraps. He's going to place him over the commissioners that were over the satraps. What do you think? Well, that sounds like a plan. I'm sure that just went hunky-dory and there was no problem. <laughs> you think so? Let's look at verse 4. We'll pick up the story. Then the commissioners and the satraps began trying to find a ground of accusation against Daniel in regard to government affairs. Whoa, let me stop there. So what are they trying to do? <coughs> They're trying to entrap Daniel. They're trying to trip him up. They're trying to find something wrong with him, a ground of accusation against Daniel in regard to the affairs of the government and his job, what he did. Now, remember, Daniel had been captured nearly 70 years before. We'll just say 65 for the sake of numbers, okay? He had spent most of his life under the Babylonian Empire. Now, a new empire has come along, and he's high up in that, and the king's about to put him in a position of only second to the king. And now the commissioners and the satraps are coming against him because they don't want him to be in this position. They're furious about this. So they think, okay, we'll find an accusation. We'll find what he's done wrong within the governmental affairs. We'll bring his forth and we'll trip him up with this. But guess what? Verse 4 continues. But they could find no ground of accusation or corruption inasmuch as he was faithful and no negligence or corruption was to be found in him. <clears throat> Whoa. Now look at how the world does things. And you know, I want you to think about the church. Also, the church does the same thing. They're trying to find some way to trip up Daniel. They couldn't find anything within the governmental affairs. Nothing. No ground of accusation. There was no evidence of corruption inasmuch as he was faithful. Okay, You know, we're experiencing the same thing at, at, at the time of this recording. This at the, a couple of days before Christmas. Uh, 2019, and we're seeing the same thing happen politically at the national level, where an entire political party just keeps throwing mud against the wall to see if they can get something to stick to try to bring somebody down. There's accusations and accusations and accusations, and they can find nothing. There's no ground of accusation. And the more they throw, the more they find that there is nothing there. To finally, and this is what's happened in recent weeks, they have just created things. They have just made things up. And you'll see one day that you're accused 
of corruption. The next day you're accused of something else and accused something. And then they come down with these articles of impeachment and all this kind of stuff. And you know what? Nothing that has been mentioned is in the articles of impeachment. And as a matter of fact, the two things that were in the articles of impeachment are not even, not even things. Okay. They're just things that are made up. Okay. <laughs> My favorite one is obstruction of Congress. Really? Okay. Yeah. If you know what the law is, if you know what's going on, you find out that it's exactly what's happening here. That we have modern day commissions and satraps that are furious. And so it's not just because of a particular a person per se, but they're furious because there are people who have not bought into the corruption. Here's what Daniel did he was faithful. There was no negligence and no corruption could be found in him. I wish the same could be said for leadership within the body of Christ today, but boy, it is rare and few and far between. Folks, corruption is everywhere. I mean, everywhere. I'll never forget, I, I met a guy uh, several, several, several years ago, and he literally walked away from a six-figure uh, administrative position in a church. And this church was just sort of up and coming. <coughs> and this is many years ago. So six figures today is a lot of money. Six figures many years ago is a lot, a lot of money. And he literally walked away from it. And I asked him, I said, why? Why did you do that? And he said, I saw things taking place day in and day out. And and this is uh, in, a, in the highly respected church in the community. He said, I saw things day in and day out that people go to jail for, that CEOs get arrested for, and things like that. He said, I just wasn't going to be a part of that. I wasn't going to be a part of it. You do have that type of corruption. But probably the greater problem that we have within the leadership of the body of Christ is negligence. Negligence, just not doing what they should be doing, not doing what the Lord is called to do, not doing what we're all called to do, not doing what needs to be done. <coughs> Laziness and slothfulness reign supreme within leadership of the body of Christ. I mean, you just wouldn't believe it. It's horrific. And it's laziness, yes, on just the logistics of the day-to-day uh, job expectation, for lack of a better term. But I tell you what, the greater danger of negligence is in uh, within the arena of spiritual leadership, within the arena of knowing the Word of God, of studying the Word of God, of teaching the Word of God, okay, of presenting the Word of God, of living the Word of God, negligence within the arena of uh, prayer, negligence within the arena of living the empowered life of the Holy Spirit as a model, as an example before the body. Negligence and actually being an empowered vessel of the Most High God that will be in the world and that will bring transformation and do as what we saw in the book of Acts where the uh, apostles were accused. They said, these men have turned the world upside down. You know, where are the people that are turning the world upside down, <laughs> not for the sake, folks, of being disruptive, but for the sake of the kingdom of God, being kingdom vessels and bringing forth the kingdom. Where is that? Daniel was that kind of person. And we're seeing it here. It was causing uh, a political ruckus. So let me read this verse again. Then the commissioners and the satraps, began trying to find a ground of accusation against Daniel in regard to government affairs. Notice there wasn't anything that was forthright. 
wasn't anything that they could point to and say, oh, yeah, we know he's got a problem over here. We know he's a drunkard. We know he's a glutton. We know that he's, uh, he, we know he's a womanizer. We know he's a liar. We know he's a disseminator. Okay? None of that. They had to actively seek out and see if they could find a ground of accusation. When they did so, the rest of the verse, but they could find no ground of accusation or evidence of corruption inasmuch as he was faithful and no negligence or corruption was to be found in him. Faithful to whom? Faithful to what? He was faithful to his most high God, to his God. And since he was faithful to his God, he was able to execute faithfully without compromise the uh, things that needed to be done within the leadership of a pagan society. Tell you what, folks, we need more and more and more Daniels like this. This is what I pray for our young folks, our children, our grandchildren, that God will raise them up as mighty warriors and raise them up as Daniels. This is Daniel chapter 6, verse 4. Read this, consider it, take it to heart, and see what the Lord might speak to you. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you next time.